keep a clear conscience before God so that even when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. So integrity, clear conscience, all the stuff we've been talking about today, when that is good, when you are in your integrity, you're in your power. Nothing anyone says about you, nothing you see online comparing yourself to this person, that person, it doesn't hold any weight because you are standing in your truth. Oh my gosh. And you are living a life that is honoring God, that is on purpose, and that frees you to be able to love people, to be able to walk into any room confident, secure, free. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug in to your new world here. Let's dive in. Welcome, everyone. I am here today with a powerhouse female who stands for a whole heck of a lot. She's a leading producer, very well known, creating epic films. Some you've might seen with the recent uh, The Mind in Me with Selena Gomez. She is an author and she is not afraid to tell the truth and speak her mind. And she is here today on the show. Raquel Stevens, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm thrilled to be here and I love all the work that you're doing as well. And I'm I'm really grateful to be on the podcast today. Thank you. Mm. Tell us how this all started. Like, did you just wake up one day and you're like, <laughs> I want to be a producer? Like, how does this start? Absolutely not. Um, uh. <laughs> it's been a very unconventional path. Um, I grew up between Chicago and England and moved to LA when I was 18. Um, I My parents were pastors in England and uh, my dad's parents missionaries. And so I grew up seeing a lot, a lot of different ways of living. I traveled a lot as a kid. And um, so I think that gave me a perspective and awareness of the world. And I always knew I wanted a big life. I thought I wanted to be a journalist. And um, and yeah, so my 20s were extremely unconventional. I worked a million different jobs, did this, did that. And then the last four years, really, everything just shifted into what I'm doing now. So I'm specifically focused on content that is making a difference, that's helping people, whether that be through a book, whether that be through a film. Um, The heart behind all of it is the same. And um, at the the core core root of the heart of it is really um, placing worth and value onto people. And so, yeah, it's been a journey. (laughs) <laughs> Which is so next level and so needed. And, yeah. you know, it's so interesting. Sometimes I, and, and recently I just talked to someone who wants to do big things and play in a big space, but they're like, well, I don't want to compromise my values. And I'm like, then don't. Then don't. Then don't. Actually, What's- if you do start compromising your values, you're never going to end up doing what you think you want to do anyways, because then you're being inauthentic to yourself. And when you're inauthentic, then you're actually not even living out your truth. So amen to that girl. Yeah. What was your first project? 
Like um, big my first big project was a interview series I did called Giving Back Generation, which is an interview series where I talk to people about their life story and how they use their life to give back. So I was having so many conversations with different people in the industry who, you know, they would talk about how they would go on an interview and um, they would just be asked about their new show or their new film or whatever, which is great. It's important. You have to promote things. But they were missing all the questions of depth right? Like, why do you do what you do? Why do you care about storytelling? How do you use your platform to give mm -hmm. back? So I wanted to, you know, offer a space where my friends could come and share in a little bit of a deeper way. Mm -hmm. um, so that was right actually before podcasts kind of blew up. They existed, but it was before now it's, you know, it's everywhere. Um, so that was the first big project that I did. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Because here's the thing, like people see celebrities or anyone doing something epic. And what drives me wildly crazy is like, like you said, that you do these interviews and it's so surface level, Yeah. but that becomes perception. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you read about people in the magazines, again, perception. It's like, no, the, the why behind this project is so much deeper. Like this, this person's like so cool, Yeah. but we don't know that because the media doesn't portray that. Correct. And and, yeah. then, and then young girls, or not even young girls, I mean, girls in their 30s, we just think it's so superficial. And it's like you just have the whole wrong scope. You do. You absolutely do. So I think it's so important, you know, that and you're doing this with your podcast. You know, it's it's offering a space for people to really share from the heart. Yes, promote something if there's mm -hmm. something to promote, but also digging a little bit deeper as well. Yeah. Oh, the depth. Yeah. The, the depth. depth. We love the depth. You're speaking my love language. <laughs> oh my gosh. The depth, the honesty, all of it. Yeah. Um, how long have you been in LA now? I've been in LA 13 years now. Okay. It was 13 years this June. I can't believe okay. it. So it's home. Yeah. Oh, it's home. oh it's definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. Home. It's home. But you but how long were you in the Midwest in Chicago? I okay, so I was born in Illinois. When I was three, my family moved to England. We moved back to Illinois when I was 12, so 12 okay. to 18. So really, I've spent more time in L.A. now than I ever spent in the Midwest or in England. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely home. It's home. What, you know, some people say like, oh, you're going to go to the dark side or the spiritual side. Yeah. You know, it, it, L.A. has got this whole thing, especially you being in the work that you do. Yeah. You know, you publicly talk about your faith and yeah. you've written a book on it. How has that been, like, through your journey? It's been amazing, and I found that people have been so open to hearing that and listening to that, and I think it's because I share that as my journey, but I'm not trying to force anything onto another person, Yeah. right? So that's been my path. That's been my journey, but I'm not forcing anyone to, to you know, have the same experience. But for mm -hmm. me, um, interesting that you said that about, you know, LA's moving to the dark side or whatever. I had so many people tell me when I was moving from the Midwest, oh, you lose your soul in LA, totally. especially in the entertainment industry. And I found it to be quite the opposite. I found that living here, working in the entertainment industry, it pushed me further into my faith. And then the more that I experienced, um, the more I saw the world, the more I was having these like crazy, amazing experiences, I found that there was nothing I experienced that was better and more fulfilling than the presence of God. So it didn't matter what award show I was at, what, you know, cool, glamorous event or place in the world, there really was nothing more satisfying than the peace and the presence of God. And so everything outside of that was kind of just an added bonus. And then I found there were so many people that were at the top of their game or what 
the world people would look at as people that had everything. And I found them to be so unhappy, so lacking peace, so desperate for purpose. And that purpose, as we know, really only comes from being rooted in in God. Mm. And then when you're rooted in that, then you live out your purpose, right? Oh my gosh. So yeah, it pushed me further into my faith fully, right? Wow. That takes a strong woman. Thank you. I, 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 what you're saying, I feel to the depths right now where it's like everybody else is going left and I'm going right. Mm. And meaning like, I stand your ground, stay rooted, mm-hmm. you know, protect the gates of your mind, all the things. Yeah. But I mean, wow, that's a lot for like, even being in your, tw- when you're in your twenties, yeah. it's so easy to let your environment be stronger than your willpower. Right. Yeah. Did you have moments where you were like, oh man, I'm kind of losing myself. I need to reel it in. Or have you always- No, I didn't. I had moments definitely where I was like, okay, maybe I'm feeling kind of depleted or I need to spend more time, you know, alone in the presence of God being filled up because you can't give from an empty place. So I wouldn't say I never, for whatever reason, I'm not sure I was never someone that was like at the club and I'm like, oh, I'm tempted to, you know, start acting wild and doing this or doing that. That was never- that was never really a thing, but I think there were definitely times where I was overextending myself and I was feeling depleted. And I think when we're depleted, then it brings out not the best side of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think that um, I think that I have to learn boundaries, balance, staying filled up so that I can give mm-hmm. from a full, whole place, mm-hmm. not from an empty place. Oh gosh, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like. You go into the you go into the battleground. You go into the holy ground. You go. My friend Tim Story says that it's like you go out there in the world and 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 here's here's the truth. Like believers and people of love and light, that we shouldn't hide. No, like stop hiding. No, and it, it, you know it, we can't just stay in a bubble. And mm. similar to what you're saying, I had people say to me like, "Be careful, watch out." Blah, blah, blah. And it's like. If I can't go in the dark spots and be a light, then what what am I here for? What are you here for? What are, exactly. It, and it's like, that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem with what's happening in the world is like yeah. people of faith, people that are fighters that mm-hmm. can bless another woman, that can help one word, can pull her out. Mm-hmm. We're called to do that. We are. And, you know, I just, I, I commend you for that of just like leaning in and, and being the light in the dark. Thank you. You know, because you've blessed so many people because of it. Thank you. Yeah. And I think it's also a call. You know, I, I, I heard someone say once it was in a commencement speech and it, she said, I wish I knew when I was younger that my fears were more about keeping me small than keeping me safe. Mm. And I think that there have been moments where I've been afraid to step into the next thing, but stepping into that fear is, has been my purpose, right? And I think Mm. sometimes what's on the other side of our fear is our calling and not everybody has the same calling. That's right. So it can feel like, you know, especially working in entertainment or doing what you're doing, Mm -hmm. whatever it can, it's this, it's this big call, but all calls are of equal value. And so I know amazing people back where I'm from in the Midwest that it's like their call in life has been to, you know, love their family to serve their neighborhood, which is all we all should be doing that. But sometimes, you know, when you you're doing a podcast for thousands and thousands of people, you're, you're, um, you know, I'm creating films that 
that go that go out into the world. Yeah. Everybody's call is different, but they're right. all of equal value. And so yeah. I think sometimes I, I want people that are listening that maybe your call is to to love your family and to love your community, or you're a teacher, or you you know you're doing whatever you've been called to do. It's all of equal importance, right. right? But if you feel a call and a pull for more, that's for a reason, and God placed that inside mm -hmm. of you. And so you better step out of your fear, yeah, and go for it and lean in. Yeah, what, what's been one of the I don't know, like the moments where you like are like I got to lean into this. This is a big like project or scary moment or anything? Yeah, I think my, uh, I think for me, I'm re totally relational. So everything that I do is really, every project I work on, I, I've been blessed to be able to work with friends, people I love, people I care about. Um, and so I think that, you know, I have tried really hard, you know, th throughout my twenties to, to be a good friend. And so if I'm working with people that are my friends, um, making sure that, um, relationship is number one. Right. And I think mm. sometimes in life people can get so caught up in the, the rat race of, of business and work and whatever. And it's like, there's nothing more important in life than people. And, um, so I don't know, I, to wow. answer your question, I think that the biggest thing that I've had to step into, I guess, was was just I don't know, loving people effectively. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is so good because there is so many entrepreneurs that listen to yeah. this. This is like my world, and we're all motivated, and we all want to do the thing. We all want we all want to get our books out there and our thing. Yeah. And it's like you can get in this state where it's just like let me just run people over and people, I know you're listening to this probably thinking, well, I don't want to run someone over, but it's like, no, you do because you treat people yeah. like trash sometimes. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. it, and again, I don't mean it like no one means to do that, but if we're not careful, it's like, we just, we're so motivated and, and you're a woman of achievement. I'm a woman of achievement. It's like, we just want to like get our stuff out there. Yeah. Right. And so it's like having that grace to slow down and be like, this is a human, let's build a relationship yes. here. And you know, that is, it seems like elementary advice, but it's life changing advice. It is. And it's like, that's how you're going to build trust and longevity. Totally. So I'll, to what you're saying, I'll take it to the book, right? Yes. So when people say to Tanya and I, what is the sunshine mindset? Yeah. I always say it's not a formula or a quick fix, but rather it's the way you go about your day-to-day -day life. So it's choosing to forgive instead of retaliating. It's choosing to take disappointments as lessons learned. It's choosing to take the high road, right? And the more you do that, the more it becomes habit. And essentially what all of those things are, um, it's integrity. Mm. And when you keep your integrity, which includes how we treat people, what's meant for you will come to you mm. as you do the work, as you put yourself out there, as you, you, a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this. So as they're promoting their book, their film, their business, whatever, you keep living with integrity, mm. you keep treating people well, people are going to do favors for you. People are going to show up for you. Again, if you're living surrendered to God, what's for you never, ever misses you. And I, my life is, is living proof of that. You know, mm. it's just everything has flowed exactly the way it's meant. You don't have to strive. You don't have to push. You just walk through the doors that are open for you mm. and you take the next right step mm. and it just happens. And it doesn't mean that there aren't hard times in between or that you don't have to, you know, 
do healing and work on yourself. Of course you do. That's part of it. But it's, it's living surrendered and it's living with integrity. Oh, that feels so good. Even you saying that, like my energy just went up, my heart just softened. Yeah. Cause it's just like, when you live that way, like there's a flow. Yeah. It's not as forced. It's, it's just, uh, it's so beautiful. Hey there, we will be back to our conversation here in just a second. But what I wanted to share with you is something so game changing that we've been working on. We are going to be hosting our first ever It Factor personal branding boot camp here coming up at the end of August. And what this is all about is helping you really get to the truth of who you are, what your message is, and what you're meant to put out in this world. I am so excited to work intimately with 50 individuals to really extract your God-given it factor, but help you create a strategic game plan that will help amplify your message. This is a deep dive weekend filled with training, yacht cruises, photo shoots, you name it, that is going to really help fill up your tank, your belief tank in yourself and in what you are meant to do in this world. If this interests you at all, please send me a DM with the word bootcamp at it's Emily on Instagram, and we'll be sure to secure your spot as we're filling up very fast. Look forward to hearing from you soon. I'm so jacked out of my mind about this book. Thank you. Like, can we dive all in? Yeah. I mean, I like a hundred days to finding the hope and joy you want. I love this because Thank you. it's like we can just do, you know, a day, like go through it. And what is tell me like, why did you guys write this? So you wrote this yeah. with your partner. Yes. Right? Yep. Let's, my best friend, Tanya Rad, um, or one of my best friends. So The idea came about during the pandemic, a time where there was a lot of darkness, a lot of people, um, Tanya and I were both having conversations with different people in our life who were saying, I'm so anxious, I'm so worried about the future, it's all so bad, you know, and turn on the news, just bad, everything's just bad, right? You scroll through Instagram, it's all bad. And Tanya and I are both believers that, yes, we have to be aware of the bad that's going on, of the darkness that's going on. But there is so much more good than bad. There Mm. is so much more light than Mm -hmm. darkness. And we wanted to put out something that was helpful, that was hopeful, that was using life examples from both of our lives to hopefully help um, anyone that reads. We did write it for mostly uh, late teens and 20s. Yeah. You know, girls navigating things like self-esteem, dating, finding Mm -hmm. your purpose, all topics that are prevalent throughout life, but especially at those ages. And so, you know how it goes. It's a process. You have the idea, you write the proposal, you get the book deal, you write it, you have edits, you have marketing, you have. So it's a journey, um, but it's an easy read. It's a hundred day, hundred day journey. And you can also listen on audio for people that don't, don't like reading a physical book. And, um, It was an incredible process. And I think the coolest part for both of us was when it came out, 
having conversations with people, you know, at a, at a book signing or people that come up to us saying, hey, this really spoke to me or this helped me or that helped me. It makes mm -hmm. it all worth it um, because it's vulnerable, right? It's vulnerable to share examples from your life. And, and oh my um, gosh. Yeah. So that's what's made it really fulfilling and really worth it. Oh, so cool. I, I, I heard you speaking about you know, and I see this right here, become less obsessed with perfection. Yeah. Really? Okay. Uh, I heard you talking about like Instagram filters and can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. So Tanya talks a lot about Instagram filters and uh -huh. she, um, actually stopped using Instagram filters because she found that so many, you know, girls that followed her and even for herself, she said she had this moment where she sent a picture to a plastic surgeon and she said, I want to look like this. And can you fix this? Can you fix that? Whatever. And then she was like, wait, what am I doing? Like it can become obsessive. And not that there's anything wrong with any of those things, getting work done, whatever. Right. But it was it was becoming obsessive for her. And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to ditch the filters and just just be me. So anyone who's listening, there's nothing wrong with filters. You keep yeah. using filters. Yeah. But also it's all about being secure and comfortable with with who you are. So if you want to use a filter and and that's where you're at, mentally yeah. amazing. But if it's a struggle, you know, and and whatever, then you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is like, it's like a journey to loving yourself yeah. and accepting yourself. And, you know, Absolutely. I speak on, and the show is called the it factor. Love that name. You are it. You're already, oh. it. you just have to access it. Yeah. You just have to believe it. You just have to own it. Yeah. And, you know, when I was reading about just like the level of awareness with, of perfection that we chase and even I've chased, it's just like, it's such an insult to our creator yes. because it's like, you're perfect the way you are. And again, yeah. to your point, it's like, I'm a beauty girl where we love good yeah, products and all course. the things, yeah. but the level of obsession yeah. will steal your joy. Yeah. So, Which I always say, anything that's an idol in your life is not it. It's not right. It. So you can love nice things. You can love makeup. You can love this. You can love that. Don't make any of it an idol in your life. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Now I see a lot of scripture. Tell me about that. Why did you guys yeah. do scripture? Yeah, we, we did scripture because I think, you know, it's important as people go through the hundred days to speak the scriptures over yourself, to speak it over your life. That's how we come against those negative thoughts, create more hope and joy in our life is, is it's, it's coming against you know, lies that we tell ourselves or hard things like, oh gosh, I cannot forgive this person. I'm so upset. I'm so mad. No, we're going to speak scripture over that. Speak the I can do all word. things yeah. with Christ who strengthens me, right? So speaking against those kinds of thoughts. So that's why we included scripture. So yeah. So freaking good. Like you're a girl in Hollywood writing a book on scripture. Sure I am. Yep. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Have you yeah. gotten any like backlash for that? Um, no, I think people say, again, I think because I'm not pushing it on yeah. to anyone. And I have friends of other religions of yeah. no beliefs Same. of any beliefs. Yeah. I'm not in any way in, in a bubble. This yeah. is my path and yeah. you can yes. learn from it. I will pray for you. I will be there, but I'm not pushing anything on anybody. Oh. And so, no, because I think that it's... I mean, obviously there are some people that it's like, oh, it's a religious book. Yeah. You know, that's weird or something, yeah. but that's okay. If people think that that's fine. Raquel, you're living, <laughs> you're living in a way like Jesus. He loved, Aww, he loved everybody you. and he's not this, you know, you did this and you did like, 
you're you're the light and you're spreading your truth, but you're doing it in a way. And, and, you know, I teach sales, so I teach, you know, (laughs) don't be the dog that's slobbering all over someone, be the cat. Right. And it's like, let your example shine that light and just get like your principles of how you're living is how Jesus lived. Yeah. And so uh, that's why I'm like jamming on this. I'm jamming on you because I'm like, we need more women like that means so much. Thank you. But, and I really do want to encourage people to is like to spend that time in the presence of God and to get still, because when you are filled with God's love, you just love people. Mm. That's it. That's you really it. do. I was sharing with someone at oh my after I do my my worship. So I do the WPP. So I do the the living word of God. I read the word, then I pray, then I praise. Wow. And that's, oh, that's amazing. That's how I fight off strongholds, mm. you know, that we all have, which she's talking about lies that we all believe about ourselves that are if they contradict the living word of God, it's it's a lie from the enemy. Mm-hmm. And so I practice this and I tell people, I'm like, I literally it's it's better than being drunk. It's better than being high. It it's is. Be- it's 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 the, the, the peace that surrounds you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just so it's so overwhelmingly the beautiful. Truth. It's yeah. everything. So good. So, okay, you're like, you're around all these mega people, right? This, like, bigger than life. And what I love what you speak about is, like, they have all this stuff that everybody thinks they want. Yeah. But you don't see them to be, like, the happiest or they've got, they've gone through their struggles. Can you expand on that a little yeah. bit of like the realization you've had? Well, I always say first people are people. So it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. Our basic needs are the same, right? To be loved, to be cared for, to be seen. Um, and then we all face pain. So for some reason, I think sometimes people think, well, this person has everything like they they must just be so happy and like mm-hmm. living the life. And it's like, okay, maybe one person's struggle isn't financial, maybe, but Maybe they have health problems or maybe they have family problems or maybe there's, I haven't met a person in the world that has been exempt from pain. It's part of the human experience. And so I think it's seeing people as people. We all sleep, we all eat, we all go to the bathroom. We all, we're all human, right? Then the second thing that I would say, the more you have, the more you achieve, the harder I think it becomes to find happiness because we're all here to live our life with purpose. So Mm -hmm. for a lot of us, it's like we wake up, it's like you've got to work because you have to pay the bills. You have to be able to provide for your family. You, um, or you're trying to achieve this goal. I'm trying to build my business. I'm trying to get my first film produced. I'm trying to, you're working towards these things that fuel you, right? So imagine tomorrow you just had everything, right? All the money, all the houses, all the boat, this, that, whatever, you have everything. And then you're like, okay. Exactly. <laughs> but do I have real friends? Am I loved? Do people love me? Wait, what's my purpose? Because I kind of lost it in this whole totally. race of getting there. And then you're like, oh my gosh, it's like this deep, deep emptiness. So I always say there's nothing wrong with things, money, achievements. They're wonderful provided you are living life with a deep sense of purpose and you are using all of those resources to serve. And that's why we're here to use our gifts, our talents and our resources to be of service to others. And 
that's it. And a lot of people do not have that. And they think if I achieve and I do this, it, it also takes extreme drive to achieve the top of the top. So a right. lot of people you're seeing in the entertainment industry that are at the, the top of their game, I mean, sometimes for some people that can come from a, a very broken place to have mm -hmm. that level of drive to achieve and then you make it. And that's why you see, I mean, how many stars have you seen that have committed suicide or have lost themselves at the top and people would say, how would, how that person? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's like stems from their childhood? Can stem from so many different things. Yeah. I think a lot stems from childhood for all of us, but I think mm -hmm. it can stem from, yeah, so many different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you seen, or, you know, when you're making relationships and you seem, you seem to be like a girl's girl. Like yeah, you've got I have your so girl. many girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love girls. How important is that? Like having solid friendships? Oh, it's everything. Yeah. It's everything. I mean, your friends are the ones that encourage you, that pick you up when you need picking up, that, um, that love you, that you experience great memories with. Nothing meet. You can be anywhere in the world. If you don't have people that you're having a good time with, it mm -hmm. doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. I love my friends. Mm -hmm. They're like the joy of my life. So. Yeah. Do you find it hard to find time to like hang it's out? It's been a bit of a challenge. I would say the last two years, my life's really changed the last two years and I'm a lot busier even than I used to be. And so it's funny that you say that I actually sat down with a girlfriend of mine yesterday and I was like, we seem to have a day where we like take inventory of everything in our life because I'm feeling spread a little bit too thin. Yeah. And I actually don't really say yes to anything that I don't want to do. But the problem is I want to do too much uh, more than uh, is uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> more than I'm actually capable of or more yeah. than what's effective. So yeah. it's looking at, okay, who are my core people that it's like at 2 a.m., whatever they call, like I'm there. But then there's a whole group of people outside of that that I really love, that I'm living life with, that I care about. But it's not realistic to have 30 best friends. No. It's just not. Yeah. So, uh -huh. yeah, it's, it's, uh, that's something I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah it's hard. It, it totally. And, and friends change, right? As you yeah. grow or it's like, has this relationship expired or, mm -hmm. you know? Yes. Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it's like, I had it so early on when I first got into business young, I'm like, okay. I got to build the thing. And so if I build the thing, I don't have time for friends. And you're exactly right. I hit an achievement at a young age. And yeah. I remember being like, is this all there is? Mm -hmm. Like I've got this car and a couple houses and I'm like, oh wait, this, this absolutely is horrible. Yeah. This is not what I thought. And yeah. all I want is like a deep conversation with somebody I can trust. Mm -hmm. And the depth like isn't there with my social media followers always, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, of course. you know, and that's, that's, you know, we, 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 we need that so badly, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, but sometimes when you're building something, mm -hmm. it's like, when, well, where do I find the time? And it's like, you create that time. You do. It's gotta be a priority. Yeah. For sure. What's your day-to-day -day life like? Like I just think of you like. Yeah. I mean, every day is different. So I work project based. So it's like, if I'm, filming something, you know, it's kind of all consuming for a couple of months or for a month, however, however long we're working on that. Um, and then, you know, when we were writing the book, that was kind of all over the place as well, because mm -hmm. we we're working with both of our schedules. And then there, we would have like 
writing days. I'm also a procrastinator. So I would like leave certain things to last minute. And then the last three days I would be like <laughs> shutting myself in my office, just like, <laughs> you know, like writing away. Um, every day's, every single day is different for me. I, you know, I also, I work project based with people that, you know, have stuff going on all over the world. So I, I travel a lot. Um, it's <laughs> my day to day. There is no day to day. Yeah. There is no day to day. It's all over the place. Yeah. So, I do stay consistent with like, I do Pilates a couple of times a week. That's yeah. something that I'm consistent with and, and, you know, try to make that a priority when I'm here. Yeah. So what is that look like? I just try to imagine your life. Like, are yeah. you, are you leading like the, a <laughs> team and, and you're concepting things out? Are you like, I work what? alongside people. Okay. So I'm not, I'm not leading a team. No. Although okay. I am looking to bring someone on because I, it's just a bit much right now. So yeah, it's, it's coming alongside people and, and, you know, a lot of times working with their teams and, um, you know, I work with Selena, so I work with yeah. her team a lot. They're all amazing. Yeah. And um, it's a big world, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I just try to imagine, like, how how does that even look? And, like, you travel the world. You get to meet so many epic people. Yeah. And it's like, do you ever just go, this is my life? Yeah, every day. Have you asked my best friend, Ashley? She We la start laughing all the time because I'm like, I can't believe this is life. I can't believe. I say that every day. Uh, every day. Keep that. Keep that. What, what's been one of your projects that you're like, this was so challenging yet epic? Because there's mm. anything that stands out. It's a great question. Probably the book. It was really hard. It's hard writing a book and it's tedious, right? So I'm like such a big picture visionary thinker yeah. and it's like you have to get down to every single word matters and edits and rounds and whatever but it was so fulfilling I'm so happy that we did it mm -hmm. yeah and you know I I listened to you guys and uh Jay Shetty yeah which was so cool to see the beautiful dynamic you have with Tanya yes and so have you guys been friends for a long time yeah so I met Tanya shortly after I moved to LA where you were a part of a bible study that you know Jason Kennedy Yes. He was a host for E! Yes. News at the time. And Tanya, um, my co-author, for people that don't know, she hosts a morning show with Ryan Seacrest yeah. on KISS FM. And her and Jason were working in the same building. And she was crying one day. She had gone through a breakup. And Jason said, why don't you come to this Bible study that I'm having in my home? At the time, it was like 20 people. And I had also been invited to that. And that's where we met. And we were friends ever since. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's so cool how God worked that out. Isn't that amazing? And even more cool that you're doing Bible study and yeah, yeah it, it's that is so so cool. Yeah. And now, so you did this book together. Do you do anything else together? Any other projects? Well, we do a lot of speaking engagements now with the okay. book. So everything that we're doing together is tied to the book. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Maybe we might do a film together. Maybe oh. produce a film together. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. What are you working on right now you're excited about? I have two films I'm working on that are in production. Everything, unfortunately, is a little bit on hold with the SAG strike, um, oh, which we need to, you know, yeah. everyone needs to be taken care of properly. So it's necessary. Um, but there's a SAG strike and a writer strike right now. So because of that, um, you know, everything's a little bit on hold. And uh, yeah, I have a bunch of things that I'm working on, she some did, that I can't yeah. talk about. And um but all good stuff, all in line with what I was saying in the beginning of, yeah. of content that is, you know, 
filled with placing value upon people, powerful stories, making a difference. And that's it. That's so cool. With, with the strike, just so if people don't understand, like it, how long has it been going on? Well, it's just, it just happens. It's been going okay. on for like a little over a week now, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's, we're just in an interesting time in the industry where with streaming now, um, actors aren't being paid the same with residuals. And, and it's like, as the industry changes, contracts need to change as well, right? Because it's a different time than television was in mm -hmm. a few years ago, even definitely 10 years ago, you mm -hmm. know? So there are necessary changes that have to be made and then writers just aren't being paid fairly. So that's what's happening with the writer's strike. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Oh my God. Do you like go to the movies? I was thinking about you this Some, morning when I, I was in the shower and I was like, does she go to the movies and just like dissect the crap out of things? <laughs> you know what? I do. I'm an observer. Okay. So I do. I just saw, um, I just saw Barbie actually over yeah. the weekend, which was really cute. Um, did you honestly like it? Um, it yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you? I didn't see it. Yeah. I, I was speaking last weekend in Texas and my makeup artists saw it and they were like, angry at it. So I was like, Oh yeah, they were not about it. Oh, so interesting. I, what, what was their perspective? They said they were, it was hating on men. Oh, and you know, I was just like, you have to see it. I'll, yeah. You and I can talk. I'll, okay. I'm curious about your thoughts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, they like, they're like, it's like the writers went on strike at the end and it took a twist at the very end. Oh wow. I know. Th again, that's just me from yeah, yeah, yeah. hearing these women jab. Well, I'm <laughs> curious about your thoughts. So let me know once you see it and we can We'll dissect. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. What do you see? Like, obviously you're on social media and it's so epic that you're this producer, but you actually have your own brand as well, yeah. which is yeah, so intelligent because yeah. I always try to tell people like build a personal brand, no matter what, even if you do this or this or that, build your brand. Well, of course. Cause yeah. even if you're producing something, you still have to speak on it and you yeah. still, I think it's also amazing too, to have, um, to have many facets to your, if that, again, if that's your calling, but yeah. I have many different facets to my life and they're all fulfilling, but yet they all flow together, they even all, if they're different. They all flow. That's, yeah. that's so good. And, you know, I feel like it's your identity. It's so clear that you're, where your identity lies. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I think, you know, for those listening, sometimes we get so involved and, and for somebody like you, Raquel, that who's up here, you know, it's like you, your identity is, is rooted mm. in your relationship with God. Would you not agree? Oh, it has to be. Yeah. The second you start straying away from that, it's, it's over. Mm -hmm. It's over. <laughs> and I've just seen a lot. I've experienced a lot. Again, what I was saying earlier, there's nothing better, more satisfying than the presence of God. And I can't go into any room that I'm in and be effective if I'm not rooted in mm. that. Cause mm. then I'm relying on me. Same. And we don't want to rely on us and our own strength because that's going to fail us. It you know? fails and you mm -hmm. get in your head. You do. When I am not rooted, mm -hmm. I'm ugly. Mm -hmm. Like just not a good person. I don't make the right decisions. I'm insecure. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and that's huge. Like even in the book, you know, you talk a lot about obviously perfection, worry, all these things. Like all that, all those negative emotions in that insecurity, I feel like if you just don't have a sound mind and a sound heart, it's yeah. like, that's where it's like, I don't, I don't want to make my mark. I don't want to take that next step, you yeah. know? 
Of course, because it, it comes back to the fear thing. You're like, well, what will people think of me? I'm like, you know, and, and you've got to push past that because you only get one life. And I'm like, if we live and I've I've been there, I still have moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. no, we're not we're not doing that. Not thinking like that. Like yeah. Coming against those thoughts. With yeah. Scripture. Yeah. And, but if we don't push past, then you just miss out on your purpose. Mm -hmm. You really do. It's that simple. And you can either live your life insecure, comparing yourself to other people, worrying about what other people are thinking about you, or you can just step into Mm -hmm. it. And most of the time, they're not even really thinking about you that much. And if they are, I always think, I'm like, if someone's spending their time being an internet troll or being mean to you or whatever. Is that someone that you respect anyways or yeah. someone's opinion that you care about anyways? Yeah. No. How did you get like this? Because like, again, you're prolific. You Google you, all this stuff comes up. You're, you know, you've got that heart. You've got mental fortitude. Oh, yeah. Thank that's you. what you have. It's like you, you speak your mind and that's what's helped you create epic stuff. How did you get like that? <sighs> Like, do you know? Well, I think it's, I mean, I, I feel repetitive, but I, this really is how, like, maybe I need to say it again so people get ground and root yourself in God. That's something that's bigger than yourself. When you are focused on what is bigger than you and you are not wrapped up in me, I, whatever, you are grounded in the truth. And so I always said, I'm like, people can say whatever they want. I love that scripture in the message translation. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it says, Keep a clear conscience before God so that even when people throw mud at you, none of it will stick. So, okay, so integrity, clear conscience, all the stuff we've been talking about today. When that is good, when you are in your integrity, you're in your power. Nothing anyone says about you, nothing you see online comparing yourself to this person, that person, it doesn't hold any weight because you are standing in your truth. Oh my gosh. And you are living a life that is honoring God, that is on purpose, and that frees you to be able to love people, to be able to walk into any room, confident, secure, free. Free. Freedom. Free. And... You know, when you're secret keeping or you live lies, that's when it's like you're not free and you don't have that peace. And, you know, there was a time in my life where I was living that way for a period, just lost. Yeah. And I I felt like just like I was crumbling and like I just couldn't be authentic. Yeah. You know, you we all wear masks to some degree, but when you know and where your identity is rooted, that's when you can strip it off and you're like literally so Well, and I want to say too something that just came to mind as well. I think another person another thing that has helped me kind of stand my ground and stay in my truth is it's also being wronged a, a number of times throughout your life, so it's like it's being screwed over in a deal or it's or it's having someone you know, not do what they say they were going to do, whatever. And it's not holding on to that. It's letting that go. It's being as loving and kind and forgiving to that person or that situation as possible, Mm -hmm. but being like, not again. Yeah. It's like that justice thing kicks in where it's like, no, I will not be treated like that. I will ask for what is fair and what is right. And I think some of that just comes with like getting older. I do too. You have experience. Enough of that. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going down that road again. We hashtag lessons. Yes. We learned. Yeah. We're better. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And it's also that thing of like, of being kind, but also 
standing your ground. And I think so often we're like, well, we're just, you know, can just going to be really nice and whatever. It's like, yeah, always be nice. But part of sometimes mm-hmm. being nice is is standing up for yourself and it's, yeah. it's and for what you deserve and, you know. Mm, mm. It's so, everything. Yeah. Oh, my everything. gosh. Yeah. And that's how you get stuff done. Yeah. For real. Is. For real. You're so amazing. You're amazing. Oh my God. Thank you. Oh, what do you think <laughs> your it factor is? My it factor. Um, mm, that's a great question. Joy. Joy. Okay, joy. Because the enemy is always trying to steal our joy, right? Yeah. Like joy. How, oh, wow, that's so good. I love that scripture. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Yes. That's yeah. it. Joy. And mm-hmm. that's, you know, in this depressed, dark mm-hmm. world, it's like joy is what we're all searching for. Yeah. How, what advice would you give if someone's like, I, I want joy? Mm. Spend time in the word of God and the presence of God in prayer and in worship. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. There's that's uh, joy and encourage someone yeah. do something for someone else. Maybe that you wouldn't normally do. That's mm-hmm. a pretty quick way to, to receive joy. Even like something as simple as like, if you're getting coffee today, like pay for the person's coffee behind you mm-hmm. or little things like that. And you see, they're like, it's surprising to me. They're like, Oh wait, you did that. Yeah. So nice. Thank you. It doesn't have to be some big monumental yeah. thing. You know. And the crazy part is when you do that, you actually feel like you won the lotto. Yeah. You feel so like your love bucket's full, even yeah. though like it's for them. But it's like that's whenever I'm in my head or I'm just in a funk, I'm like, who can I bless today? Yes. That's I walk around my house and I'm like, who can I bless today? It's amazing. Who, yeah. And it's like then I'll get out of my little storm that's mm-hmm. going on, you know? Aww. Wow. So incredible. Well, where can people find you? Like can find out. me um, on Instagram. That's the only app that I'm on. Okay. And my Instagram is at Raquel Stevens. Yeah. Can find me. I don't know where. Oh, yeah. The, We're going to get the book. <laughs> the Sunshine yeah. Mind. It's um, online on Amazon, also online and in store at Target, Barnes mm. & Noble. Um and we're in some local bookshops in LA as well. So good. And yeah, and then I'll have, you know, next year some films coming out. So if people follow me on Instagram, you can yeah. stay in touch and uh, oh, what you're, I'm up to. You're our girl. You're not getting away from me now. <laughs> so anything you do, I'm sharing with the world. Oh, you're the best. And thank you. And there's I have a lot of people that lead a lot of teams and stuff. And guys, this is a really good book to read with all of your teams. Like mm. you could do a book club and you could go over. Yes, we love people doing a book club. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the perfect mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. for that. Like I think of even all my teams I have. I'm mm we're going to read this and do it together. And it's just so epic because you're getting the word in there. You're getting a story in there. You're getting, you know, you're dissecting the word as well. Like for new believers or people don't really understand all that, you know, you're really explaining what it means. It's just so cool. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're incredible. I look forward to continuing to watch you soar and you're making our creators so happy and so proud and I'm so proud and it's an honor to be with a woman who lives her life with so much truth and so much integrity 
and everything that you're doing like it's 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 through him you know mm -hmm. it's coming through it's through you from him mm -hmm. and i just believe like in media this is what we need right now and you're called for a time such as this so thank you it means so much thank you so much for mm -hmm. having me